Hey, Andy, did you hear that whistle? Sure did, Amos. That whistle means Rinso White, Rinso Bright, Rinso New. That's right. It means that this is Sunday and we're on the air for Rinso with Solium. Andy Show with Lou Lubin, Ernestine Wade, Shirley Mitchell, B. Benadaret, John Brown, Jeff Alexander, his orchestra, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. Yes, sir, the Amos and Andy Show brought to you by Lieber Brothers Company, makers of new Rinso, the only soap that contains solium. That's why Rinso gets your clothes whiter and brighter than new. Rinso Every morning, much to the kingfish's annoyance, his wife Sapphire makes it a point to listen to her favorite radio program, Breakfast with the Happy Harringtons, the happiest couple on radio. It's almost 10.30, and the Harringtons, Harriet and Henry, are about to sign off. Well, Harriet, I see our time is up, and once again, we must say goodbye to all our dear, dear friends. That's right, darling. And until tomorrow, this is Harriet. And Henry saying goodbye and and stay stay happy. (laughs) Oh, George, wasn't the Harringtons wonderful this morning? They're always so gay and happy. Wonderful nothing is disgusting. As a matter of fact, they are so happy I got a sneaking suspicion they ain't even married at all. George, what is you talking about? Their pictures is in all the magazines. Why, there's America's happiest couple. Listen, the only reason them stupid Harringtons is happy is because they got money, that's all. George, that ain't true. You know money can't buy happiness. Maybe not, but marriage is a great thing when you got money. <laughs> like putting orange juice and cast oil It makes the whole mess take a lot easier to take <laughs> We could show you some citrus juice around this place, too Well, I don't care what you say, George You could learn a lot from a man that's as happy and as wonderful as Mr. Harrington on the radio Oh, sure is happy Sitting up there in that penthouse wearing a $200 suit of clothes Sipping his coffee out of a gold cup Worrying about which nightclub he's going to later on what you mean? Well, you bring that boy up here in this cold water flat with a door off the icebox and a linoleum curling up and sit him across from you with your hair up and curlers. I tell you, that happy Henry would go on the air tomorrow and ball for two solid hours. <laughs> Listen, George Stevens, I'm tired of all this fighting and bickering. From now on, we're going to be a happily married couple. Do you understand? Well, it's all right with me. I've always been the one that's been trying to get happiness. What are you talking about? I'm the one who has always brought the happiness into the home. You brought the happiness. You has had a sour puss all your life. <laughs> Don't you call me no sour puss. I'm always trying to be gay and happy, you bum. <laughs> you gay and happy. Why, there's fellas in the death house that's gayer than you is. <laughs> now listen, George Stevens. Me and you is going to have happiness around here if I have to beat it into your thick head three times a day. Do you hear that? Yes, ma'am. Now you can get your own breakfast. Hmm. I wonder if that hospitalization policy I got covers happiness. I yeah, brother, and 
Sapphire, I've been climbing all over me again. Really something living with that woman. Yeah, you was worse off than that fella Daniel Boone that they throwed in the lion's den, you know that? <laughs> yeah, we was even fighting. I was just singing something on the way over here to the lodge. Or we was even fighting two years before we was married. Yeah, well, if you was fighting two years before you was married, how come you ever went through it at all? Well, then, uh, don't you remember uh, back in Georgia, uh, after I was engaged to Sapphire? Don't you remember I tried to break the thing off? But circumstances was against me. Don't, don't you remember that thing back yeah, then? Uh, yeah, sure, I remember that. I remember the very night that you was going to bust up the thing. Jonah? Sure, I was working for the ice company then. And I rode you over to Sapphire's house in my ice wagon. I remember that we was clopping along there. Say, Kick Eater, sure nice of you to drive me over here. Yeah, well, me and my horse here, man of war, is glad to do it. <laughs> Yeah, this is a pretty jazzy ice wagon you're driving here, ain't it, Anna? Kind of unusual. Well, you see, before Mr. Perkins, that uh, owns the ice company, got it, confidential, it used to be a hearse. Hmm, <laughs> that's so. Oh, yeah. There ain't ever been nothing in the back of this wagon that wasn't cold. I was... <laughs> On top of that, the customers can see the ice through the cut glass window there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice arrangement. Well, here's the house, Anna. I better get on in, get it over with. Yeah, you really gonna bust up with your gal Sapphire? Huh? Oh, I gonna bust it off, boy. I gonna see the expression on her face. Yeah, we are seven diplomatic relations, Anna. Yeah, well, I tell you, I didn't want to say nothing before, but uh, I don't blame you. You don't want to come to flappers. That sapphire's about the flappiest flapper in town. <laughs> well, good luck to you, Georgie. Oh, thanks. Twenty-three could do and all that stuff. I'm just a vagabond lover. Well, I hope she don't take this too hard, busting up the engagement. I wonder how Rudolph Valentino would handle a thing like this. <laughs> well, snap my garter if it ain't banjo eyes. Come on in. Uh, hello, Sapphire. Uh, no, I, uh, I'd rather, uh, talk to you here on the porch. Uh, well, Sapphire, uh, you know how we have been talking about, uh, getting married. Yeah. Well, uh, there's something that I, I want to tell you, Sapphire. Oh, fine, George. And say, I'm glad you got here tonight. The whole family's here and ready to meet you. The whole family? Yes. <laughs> My brother Harry just got back from the steel mill, and my cousin Strangler's in town between fights, and Papa will be down in a minute. He's upstairs cleaning one of his shotguns. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, Georgie, what was it you wanted to discuss about us getting married? Well, you see, uh, I, that is uh, the thing, uh, well, we were, uh, would, uh, would tomorrow be too soon? <laughs> oh, George, you've made me the happiest woman in all. Oh, yeah, that was something all right. And that was 23 years ago, huh, Kingfish? Yeah. Boy, you was really on the spot that night. Mm. Yeah, well, the fighting started the minute the ceremony was over. In the middle of the reception, she called me upstairs and accused me of kissing every one of the bridesmaids. Yeah, well, did you? Who's not? Well, Mama locked all the ones that was under 18 years of old in the back room there. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember. I was in there with them. Sure. <laughs> oh, I tell you, my marriage got off to a fighting start, of it. 
Yeah, Kingfish, I guess you ain't exactly had a happy married life, is you? Well, I tell you, on our honeymoon, Sapphire, well, she done hit me on the head with a vest. I was unconscious for three days, and I hate to say this, but any of them was the happiest three days of my married life. <laughs> yeah, you really had a rough time of it, all right, Kingfish. Yeah, but you know, Andrew, I gotta confess something. This radio program they call the Happy Harringtons that Sapphire listened to every morning... It done started me thinking. Yeah, what you mean? Well, between me and you, well, maybe a lot of this fighting and bickering that me and Sapphire does might just possibly be my fault. You know, I've been thinking about it. Yeah, that's right. It might be at that, Kingfish. And she admired that happy Harrington fella so much, you know, I believe that I will try to pattern myself after him and see if I can't get some happiness in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do, and I'm yeah. going to do that. Yeah, well, uh, you got a good idea there, Kingfish. That's good. Yes, sir. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, and uh, I'm going to be a chain man from now on. I'm going to be a regular bluebird of happiness. Mm, yeah, well, that's quite a switch, all right. Uh, <laughs> for the past 20 years, you've been nothing but a bald-headed eagle, have you? I've been listening to the Happy Harrington's radio program for a week now, boy. Yes, uh, well, is you done found out the secret of their happiness yet? Uh, yes, and uh, it seems that a lot of their happiness hinge on the way this fellow Harrington treat his way. Do, huh? And now, for instance, yesterday, he brung her a whole bouquet of flowers. Well, what was the matter? Was she in a hospital or something? <laughs> no, no, no. He, he gave them to her to clear sky. He ain't done nothing. He just brung them home to her. That's what he done. Yeah, he didn't have no interior motive or nothing. That's what the man did. Well, tell me this. Wouldn't it be just easy for you to do the same thing? Yeah, well, then something else, too, he do all the time. What's that? He always kisses his wife before we leave in the morning and kisses her when he come home at night. Yeah, well, with Sapphire, that's going to be a little rough on you, I'll tell you. That. <laughs> well, I don't mind kissing Sapphire when I leave in the morning, but always when I come home in the evening, well, I just don't like to spoil my supper, and that's one <laughs> You got a point there, all right. You got to watch your health. Yeah, but the, the, the big thing with these Harrington seem to be their social life. They're always telling how they've been to the opera with Noel or chit-chatting at the theater with Tallulah. In other words, they're always chit-chatting with charming people. That's what they're doing. Yeah, well, you know something? I think there's your angle right there. That face of sapphires is designed more for chit-chatting than it is for kissing. I'll tell you <laughs> Well, I'm I going to start tonight, Anna. I'm I going to do it all in one evening. I'm going to bring her flowers. I'm going to bring her candy, introduce her to Tom and people, and take her out to dinner and everything. Then you're going to do that all in one evening? Yeah, huh? I'm going to combine all the stuff into one big atomic bomb of happiness. And then I'm going to smack her right in the face with it. That's what <laughs> well, there's only one thing, Kingfish. Where is you going to get these charming and cultured friends you're going to chit-chat with? Well, now, Henry, that's where I'm going to have to cut a few corners. Uh, uh, now, here's what. I want you to get a hold of my secretary, Charmaine LaRue, and you and her is going to be my charming circle of friends tonight. Okay, Kingfish, I'll get Charmaine all right, and we'll be up at your house at 7 o'clock. But there's one thing I hope. Mm, what's that? Sometime during the evening, I hope that me and Charmaine can get off the chit-chatting and on to the smooching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sapphire, darling, is my little wife all set for the big evening? 
Well, I'm dressed, if that's what you mean. But honey, ain't you going to wear the beautiful flowers I brung you? You got your nerve bringing flowers in this house. You done brung back my hay fever. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you was algebraic of flowers, ain't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll be sneezing all evening, won't you, darling? Yes, I will. Thanks to you. Well, at least, sweetheart, I, I know you're enjoying that big box of candy that I brought you. That was expensive stuff, you know. I'll say it's expensive. I bit into one of the camels and snapped my pivot tooth. <laughs> Snap your pivot tooth? Uh, you mean the thing come out on you? No, but it's very loose, and I don't know how long it's going to hold. Yeah, well, when we get over to the nightclub, I better sit right opposite your table. You start sneezing from the hay fever, that pivot tooth lava shoot out there like a bullet. <laughs> It looks like it's going to be a grady. Look, honey, let's not start getting into the fights. Uh, we're going to start cultivating some nice couples. We're going to chit-chat and everything else and be gay and jolly. We're going to be the happy Stevenses from now on. Well, George, I don't feel happy. Some friends we're going out with. That secretary Charmaine of yours and Andy Brown. Oh, come now, honey. Be happy, happy, happy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, sweetheart, uh, as I told you how charming you look in your new evening dress, you look stunning. You look ravishing tonight. You is a vision of loveliness. George, has you been at that cooking sherry again? <laughs> oh, no, honey, I'm telling you the truth. That dress makes you look great now. Well, if I do say so myself, if there's one thing I can do, it's wear clothes. Yeah, well, I knew that. Uh, uh, that's how charming friends now. Ha, 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 ha. Well, come in, charming friends. Charming to see you. Yeah, charming to see you, Kingfish. And charming to see you, too, Sapphire. Charming. Yeah, see there, Sapphire? The whole mess of us is all charmed up here. <laughs> Hello, Andy. Uh, Sapphire, I believe you has had the pleasure of meeting up with Miss LaRue here. She's going to be my fiancée for the evening. How you do, Miss LaRue? Uh, hello, Mrs. Stevens. Well, glad you got you. Can I take your wrap, Charmin? Oh, thank you, George. Here. Hey, Charmaine, you better put your wrap back on. You done lost the top of your dress. Oh, Andy, this is the new off-the-shoulder model that they wearing now. Yeah, mighty pretty, all right. Sapphire can't wear them things on account of her protruding collarbone. <laughs> she done sprung it last year while she was lifting the wash tub. Oh. trying to make conversation here, honey. Oh, uh, Mrs. Stevens, I don't like to hurry you, but it is rather late. Uh, what do you mean? Well, we're going to be leaving in five or ten minutes. Don't you think you ought to start getting dressed? Dressed? <laughs> yes, after all, you don't want to go to a nightclub in an old house coat. Huh. I ain't never been so insulted in my whole life. It so happens I is dressed. And if you want my opinion, I think I look about four times as attractive as you do. Well, I guess this is as good a time as any to start chit-chatting around here. <laughs> I know everybody sit down around here and we'll start talking about interesting things like art and the opera, museums, and all that stuff. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, I'll sit right here. Yeah, that's right. Everybody comfortable? Good. Now I was some interesting chit-chat. Well, uh... Yeah. Uh, you comfortable, Charmaine? Yes, 
Sapphire? Mm, yeah. Mm, you comfortable in that chair, Sapphire, dear? I have been for 20 years. <laughs> well, uh... Yeah. <laughs> it just seems to be dragging a little around here. Nobody done been to the opera or the theater lately? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was at the theater last night. Oh, the theater. Oh, good. Yeah, well, tell us about it. Uh... Yeah, well, uh, first of all, Bubbles Laverne come out on a runway. <laughs> so much for the theater. I think we better all get on over to the nightclub, folks. Yeah, let's get going. I done had enough of this chit-chatting. I agree. I think we've been sitting here long enough. Andy, you done stepped on the hem of my dress and tore it right up the back. Yeah, well, uh, I wouldn't worry about it, Sapphire. I think it'd look a lot better that way. <laughs> well, Sapphire, you're right in style. You has got a plunging back line. Look at that. Well, that was some evening we had last night, George. Well, now, let's forget about it. Ain't no sense of me and you trying to find happiness. I done come to that reclusion. It just won't work. A fine evening going out with Andy and that stupid Charmaine and sitting in that smoky nightclub. And on top of that, you got to go and give me the hay fever. Well, you forget about it. I don't even want to talk about it. And what about my pivot, too? It's all right. I got it in my wallet. <laughs> Is it, George? Five after ten. Look, I was just thinking... Shut your big mouth. We're missing the Happy Harringtons. Now, don't turn them on. Since you've been listening to them, we have been fighting more than ever. I'll listen to them if I want to. I'm going to turn on the radio. There. Now, that settles it. I was going to get out of here, and this time it's going to be for good. George, I want to tell you something. You keep your big mouth shut. And this is Happy Henry saying good morning to everybody, everyone. And you shut up, too, you big bum. I'll <laughs> I tell you, boys, since me and Sapphire tried to imitate them happy Harringtons, I ain't never been so unhappy in my life. Oh, come on, Kingfish. Pull yourself together. You've been blubbing around here for the last half hour. Ain't he, Amos? Yeah, well, this is the craziest thing I done ever heard of, fella. You know, uh, Kingfish, you listening to the people on the radio, the Harringtons that is happy, and it makes you unhappy. Yeah, the whole thing done ricocheted right back on you. Uh, well, Kingfish, I hope that you and Sapphire can work out something, because... Twenty-two years of fighting is too much, you know that? Yeah, Joe is. Why don't you cut out the fighting? Even Joe Lewis retired. <laughs> well, I'd cut it out of a could to find some way, but... Oh, I have out of my mind, boy. Yeah, well, let me know how you make out. I gotta get on home. Yeah, well, so long, Amos. Hey, look who's coming in there. Shorty the barber. Well, if it ain't, I'm glad to... It's a pleasure. I, I never... You, but I, but I, but I, but I, and you too, Amos. <laughs> Say, Kingfish, what's wrong with you? You you really look down in the dumb. Well, Shorty the Kingfish here done got himself all upset trying to get his married life happied up. Yeah, well, Kingfish, there's no reason that you and Sapphire should, should, shouldn't be happy. Well, what do you mean? Well, after all, you you got a wife who's beautiful. Uh, you, you as an intelligent man, she's got a personality. Uh, you, you got a character that... Uh, you, uh, you're worse off than I thought. <laughs> The trouble with married life is that I've been trying to pattern it after the happy Harrington's on the radio, and the thing blew up in my field. Mm. Yeah, I done all the things that the Harrington's done. I give my wife candy, flowers, took out, and everything else. Well, the damn outside things help, but 
They, they, they ain't what really does tricks. Yeah, yeah, well, you're right. Though. Them herringers must have some secret of happiness and I can't get a grip on. I wonder what they got there. Don't know about it. Well, if, if you want the answer, King Craig, the thing is simple. Uh, you, uh, well, uh, you, uh, go right to the Harringtons and ask them. Go right to the Harringtons? Uh, see, I never think of that. Yeah, that's our idea. That's right. And that's just what I'm going to do. I'm going to take Sapphire right down to the radio studio tomorrow morning and talk to them two people. Oh. Say, you know, I was just thinking, Shorty, you know so much about marriage. How come you ain't ever got married? Yeah, Shorty. No, don't you ever get lonely for the companionship of the opposite sex? Uh, me, me, me get lonely? A man don't be silly. There's at least 25 gals who just died to... Uh, well, I know 10 gals that's always ready to... Uh, there must be five, uh, three, uh, well, there's two, uh, uh there's two, uh, but I, 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 you know where I can buy a dog? Well, Sapphire, the Harrington said that they would see us in their dressing room before the show went on the radio. Well, George, I'm certainly anxious to talk to them. This is the best idea you'd have ever had. Yeah, well, here's the dressing room, right here. Say on the door there, Happy Harrington, that's the name. Yeah, well, George, I don't want you to start no trouble with me in front of these people. All I want to do is find out their secret. Yeah, uh, wait a minute, I'll knock. Well, I uh, hope they got the answer to our problem. Uh, Mr. Harrington? Yes, and what can I do for you two lovely, lovely people? Uh, well, uh... We is uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Stevens. Uh, uh, we got an appointment with you. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, do come in. Thank you. And now I want you to meet my charming wife, Harriet. These lovely people are the Stevens. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Stevens. So nice of you to call. Do sit down. Mm, yes, ma'am. Uh, how you do? You sit here, Mrs. Stevens, and darling, you sit right here. Yes. Now, what can we do for you? Harriet and I are always ready to help members of our great radio family. Aren't we, Harriet, darling? That's right, Henry, sweetheart. <laughs> well, uh, in a nutshell, what me and my wife want to find out is uh, where you're getting all this happiness from. That's what we want to know. Well, my dear Mr. Stevens, we feel that the reason most married couples fight and argue is because they really don't know each other. I think you and your wife ought to take time off and get acquainted with each other. Mm, no, that's the trouble. That's why we went wrong in the first place. <laughs> Couldn't you just tell us something that would make us as happy as you two? Well, maybe we could. You see, Mrs. Stevens, years ago, when I got the idea for this radio program and took it and sold it to the network... Oh, Henry, dear. Yes, Harriet, darling. You said you got the idea. If you remember, darling, the idea for the program was mine. Oh, yes, that's right, sweetheart. What I meant to say was, when I took the program and sold it to the network... Angel! <laughs> Both of us took the program to the network. But, honey, if you recall, I was the one who did the talking. But, Lamb, I was the one who told you what to say. <laughs> Dear, I don't like to disagree with you, but the truth of the matter is it was my idea from the start. Your idea? <laughs> you never had an 
idea in your life. Don't you laugh at me, Miss Big Mouth. <laughs> Don't you call me Big Mouth, you smirking oaf. Oaf, am I? I've got a good mind to... Lay a finger on me and I'll flatten that pinhead of yours. Uh, would you two mind stopping to fight in here and tell us what makes you so happy? That's <laughs> Now, who's calling who a pinhead? I ought to wring that scrawny neck of yours. I'm not taking that from you. Now, wait a minute. Put down that lamp. I'll put it down where it'll do the most good. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is station KTIX, welcoming you once again to the happiest half hour in radio. However, due to an unforeseen accident, we regret that the happy Harringtons will not be with us this morning. (laughs) But the show must go on. And fortunately, we were able to rush in a last-minute substitution. And here they are, the Happy Stevenses. Good morning, darling. Good morning, Sapphire. Happy, 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 happy. See you next Sunday. Stay tuned for the Edgarburg and Charlie McCarthy program, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.